good morning, good afternoon, good evening, Cowboy fans. Welcome back to episode three of Cowgirl Corner. I'm Aubin Fippen, your host, and I'm here with my lovely co-host, Chelsea Alexander, a former softball alum, OSU softball alum to be specific. Um, but welcome back to episode three. If you've been here the past three episodes, we appreciate you guys for coming back for week three. We're going to be talking, we're have, first of all, we're going to have a special guest, Miss Morgan Wynn, uh, Miss OSU Cowgirl herself. We're going to be talking about a weekend recap of the Cowgirls playing the OSU Stillwater Tulsa Invitational. Um, our players of the week, having Morgan on, and just upcoming weekend for the Cowgirls and what their season is looking like thus far. How are you doing, Miss Chelsea? I'm doing well, excited for another episode and to hang out with all you guys. Me too. So with, I mean, do you, so we just jump right into it or is there anything that you want to add? Let's get into it. No, I think it's a, uh, I'm, I'm ready to get to Morgan. So I know that's what I'm most our, excited for our recap and get her on. So I'm super excited to talk to her. Very grateful that she hopped on with us and agreed to chat with us. So I think I talked to her earlier today. She was pumped and thought this was really cool. So I was like, oh, yay. Yay. So, yeah, let's get into it. Okay, so we'll start off um, with the weekend recap of the Cowgirls playing in the Stillwater Tulsa Invitational. Home field advantage. First weekend for the Cowgirls at home. Pretty successful weekend, if I do say so myself. Another sweep for the Cowgirls. Um, you know, playing some decent, playing a team, one team at least in the top 25, playing Missouri, got the dub there. I'll just go through the list of who we played this week, Chelsea, and if you want to touch base on any of that, feel free to. Um, but first game they played on Friday was against um, 24 ranked, 25 ranked Missouri. Win there, 6-3 to three was the final score. Second game versus Maine, a 9-0 run rule W against Maine. And third game on Saturday versus South Dakota State. Another W there. 4-0 was the final score for that. Um, another game. I'm, I know I'm going to say this wrong. Tartan State. Tartan State. However you say that. I don't, it doesn't matter because we beat them 11-2 and wool. So that's all I care about. And then another game against yeah. South Dakota State on Sunday. Another W. 6-0. Excuse me. 6-0. So Cowgirls sweeping their series for the third weekend in a row. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I mean, opening home opener, a big weekend. OSU Tulsa Invitational is always a really big um, tournament to bring us back home. And I mean, a great weekend in front of our fans. And so you can't ask for anything more. Maybe, I mean, shoot, two of the five games were run rules. So I guess we could have asked for five out of five games being run rules. But hey, at this point, at this level, I'm taking five wins. It's a really good weekend. Um, and touching back to Missouri, that's a big game, not just because it's a top 25 team. Of course, that's a, that's what makes it a big game, but also one of, um, our old coaches is now the hitting coach there or an assistant coach there. So I would, you know, I'm, I'm out of town and like keeping up with this game. I was like, Oop, Oh, they got a hit. Like that, that was a little back and forth. I mean, that was Either probably one of our closest Because games. of OSU. Yeah, I mean, people. yeah, we produce we produce good players, we produce good coaches. So I was like a little back and forth there, but of course our girls came out on top. So that's what you like to see. But you know, they gave them. I mean, I think they had a the first hit of the game or the first run of the game was a home run, and they gave them a little run for their money. And so I think it's good to start seeing some challenges. And you know, yeah. they played them close, but gr- our girls, like I said, six to three handled them pretty well after we got comfortable, got going. I'm not going to speak too much on those games because, like I said, I was out of town, didn't get to watch everything. But I, of course, was keeping up with our Twitter. Again, shout out to Jordan. He's there. People are going to think that we're like getting paid by him to shout him out. I mean, every I week. think we should at this point. Yeah. <laughs> um, Jordan, if you're listening, no. Um, but I was keeping track on Twitter. Like I, we've said before, we won't keep uh, going on about it, but they keep you really in the loop. So um, they do yeah, a fantastic they, they job. Weekend. They do. They do. Absolutely. So I guess that recap, I mean, I'm feeling player of the week coming on. Um, I think that we're pretty like we're in agreement here. So I'm an announcer and let you. Did you steal my player of the week, Chelsea? I'm not going to say steal, but she's very, (laughs) very deserving. I mean, I'm I'm just I'm just how do you not pick her? And I hope everybody's like the name. Once we say it, they're like, of course, of course, rightfully so. Yeah. Like, who else did you pick? Yeah, exactly. I mean, honorable so, mention to Michaela Work, who was, you know, Big 12 softball player of the week. 
Yep, absolutely. So I think it's important to mention that we swept the Big 12 um, honors this past week with Player of the Week and Pitcher of the Week. So go OSU. Uh, it's always fun to see see us taking some of those, especially with OU in our conference. So, I mean, big, big, big time honors. But moving on to our Player of the Week, Lexi Kilfoyle. I mean, she killed it. And I, I'll let you, I'll go ahead and let you like dig into why she's our player of the week and give a little background on Lexi because yeah. she is transfer. And then, um, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. I, so one thing about me is that I, I don't know how anyone else is, but one thing I do love about one aspect of sports that I love is getting to know the players and just knowing their background, where they came from, why they're here. Um, just all that good stuff. And that's my favorite. Like growing up, I was a big 30 for 30 girl. I love just getting to know the actual players and their background and all that good stuff. So with that being said, I just want to be, as we start doing our player of the week every week, I want to be more persistent in just kind of showing their background a little bit and not just saying, oh, you know, they're this amazing softball player, <laughs> but you know, like this is why, but as they all get off my soapbox. Um, but for Miss Lexi Kilfoyle, she's a 6'2 senior pitcher from Lando Lakes, Florida. She's an Alabama transfer, one of our big transfers in the transfer portal this Absolutely. year for sure. I mean, we obviously this you'll find out later why she's our <laughs> player of the week in her game that she threw against Maine. Um, but here's just some of her credentials at Alabama. SEC Freshman of the Week in 2020, SEC Newcomer of the Week in 2021, All-SEC Newcomer in 2021, SEC Pitcher of the Week in 2022, and then in high school, she was two times Florida Gatorade Player of the Year in 2018 and 2019, um, and just kind of, I saw this for her, kind of her family background, which I thought is kind of cool, is that she had she it sounds like she has either two sisters and two brothers or one sister and two brothers but she had two brothers playing college one played baseball at St. John's River State and the other is currently playing football at University of South Florida so it sounds like athletes kind of run in her blood and it, sounds it makes like those, sense her parents have really good genes um, yeah I yeah <laughs> no hate to my family no. but I definitely didn't get those genes I mean it doesn't help that I'm five foot nothing and we have the short people genes and you know Lexi is sidebar sidebar when Aubin and I first met in person oh, we, gosh. she was already sitting at the table and we we're sitting at like a high top there's table. a reason I got there early just so yeah. she wouldn't see <laughs> and I step I just sit down and we start talking and you know we're anyways we're getting up to leave and she goes so you're a lot taller than me and I was like oh, okay and she gets up like down <laughs> off the bar stool and she Pops like down my shoulder <laughs> and I was like Oh, like you're like, yeah, <laughs> people don't understand. I'm like, I'm short. They're like, oh, yeah. And then they seem to be like, oh, yeah, like you're yeah. <laughs> you're you're short, short. Well, like, yeah. yeah, I mean, uh, anyways, that was funny. So yeah, she's like half the height of Lexi. Yeah, um, not even. Yeah, Lexi's a solid <laughs> like 14 inches on me, um, but I think I could take her. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> Not in the batter's box, though. Not after the weekend she had. So no, was, uh, um, I'm just playing. But my, I'll say my reasoning of why she's my Big Twelve Player of the Week, Chelsea, and then you can get on to why she's yours. But she was named Big Twelve Pitcher of the Week because she threw a no hitter on Friday, and that being her third in her career or fourth in her career, I'm not 100 percent sure on that. But this is definitely not her first time throwing a no hitter, which is impressive as it is. Um, it is. But hats Especially off to Lexi. The SEC. Yeah, yeah. Coming from the SEC, which is a tough conference in softball, and playing at Alabama, a, a good team most years. Mm -hmm. So, you know, hats yeah. off to her. Yeah, absolutely. Killful is uh, definitely a force to be reckoned with for the rest of the season, so be watching out for her. Um, but, yeah, so that's my reasoning why she's my Big 12 Player of the Week. If you want to add a little bit more to that, Chelsea, go ahead. Yeah, no, I mean, I totally agree with you. I mean, a no-hitter at this level – I mean, we don't play an easy schedule. We've said that year after year, and we've already mentioned it on this podcast. OSU does not just go play Smoes Joes or whatever you call them. Um, but uh, <laughs> Smoes Joes. They're playing, yeah, I don't actually think that's right, but they're playing like stout competition. So yeah. a no hitter at this level is a big deal. And so, you know, that's, 
that's one of the things that got her player of the week. But what I really like to see is a transfer coming in first year with the team and making an, an automatic impact. So that's what I think it speaks to not only speaks to the type of program that OSU is, but also the type of people that we bring in here. I mean, we're easy to get along with. I say we, people are like, you can't, you're not we anymore, but I say we as a, you're still we, as a program, you're still as we. a culture. And uh, <laughs> yeah, just not a, a, like a we right now, but a we. Um, yeah, but I think it just speaks to the culture that we have at OSU, but also the people that we're recruiting. Like, it's hard to come in as a transfer. And so I think it'll be really interesting to talk to Morgan about this as well and get her perspective because I came as a freshman. So I was here. All I know is OSU. But to see we have our arms open, but so does the transfer. Like, they have to have their arms open and be willing to come in, accept us as a program, adapt to however they need to, but it's also, they have to be willing to be them. And so I think that that's, you know, that's kind of why she's my player of the week is to see she didn't, doesn't, it doesn't seem like she's missed a beat here, you know? And so I don't know what happened in the fall and maybe she did, who knows, but come spring, she's right in there and, you know, firing on all cylinders with the team. So it's, it's really cool to see. So um, of course the no hitter, but also her being a transfer and having that, you know, acceptance of of our program and still, yeah. you know, wearing that, making that logo proud. That's cool. So yeah, for sure. And one thing you can say about Coach G is that he's going to produce pitchers. Uh, OSU's kind of had a history recently now with pitchers. I don't want to go down that road right now because I <laughs> want this to be more of the Morgan Show. But I, I mean, one thing about OSU softball is you can say that pitchers have not really been a problem the last few years I mean no, we're kind of been stacked a little bit and now it's probably a relief for Maxwell you know just to have probably not feeling so much of the pressure of like I'm the main not the main person but you know like definitely the star of the pitching staff and I'm sure it's kind of a relief off her shoulders to know that she can have Kilfoil go out there and throw a no hitter or be maybe possibly a relief to her whenever maybe she's struggling in the circle, which we haven't seen that happen yet. But I mean, that has okay. to be feel feel good for her for Maxwell for sure. No, absolutely. I think in you know that's you you can win with an ace, but you're not going to win at the very end with, off of one pitcher. And I think that it's important to build um, a pitching staff. And Coach G is really continue to do that. Like we've gotten really big pitching transfers in over the years. And I think in the last couple of years, he's really built a staff around those transfers and around Kelly and really put the pieces together that no matter who we go out there, we have a good shot of winning with. So that's, it's, it's really cool to see. We're not just relying on Kelly. We're not just relying on Lexi. It, it is a staff in the circle and it's a lot easier to win when you have more than one arm. That's yeah. for sure. For sure. Okay. Well, I guess we will move on. Uh, we're going to take a quick little break. It's for our sponsors. And when we get back, we will have Miss Morgan Wynn on here to pick her brain about transfer portal, her leadership role, and just what it's like been at OSU for the past two years. Randy's Pool specializes in quality pool service and custom builds. In addition to designing and building custom, affordable, resort-style family pools, Randy's Pools also offers pool equipment, repair, replacement, and upgrades. Whether you're looking for a new custom swimming pool, a remodel, or simply routine maintenance, Randy's Pools will go above and beyond for you. Call 405-820-0105 or visit randyspools.com for more information. That's 405-820-0105 or randyspools.com. Welcome back. We are here with the lovely and beautiful Miss Morgan Wynn. How are you doing, girl? I'm great. I'm great. I was just watching a little bit of the uh, men's basketball game right now in the tournament. So Hey, I got that on right above me right now. Okay, so I'm the only one without it on. Somebody up to me. <laughs> okay, where are you at? Chelsea, hop on the team. Yeah, apparently I don't go We're to winning. Her. We're winning right now, so it's good. Oh, let's yeah. go. Yes. Okay. 
Boomer I know big... who? <laughs> our, our listeners will, uh, our Sorry, guys. listeners will... Go, go folks, because we need this third bedlam win. Hey, yeah, we do. try working. I, so I work at the franchise, which we're supposed to be the flagship station for OU. So I have to promote them. So I'm kind of like, I'm kind of the black sheep of everybody. Cause I'm constantly like, <laughs> pistols firing <laughs> yeah i know so i have to keep my composure sometimes with you know them ou homers but no but they're nice enough to, you know to let us have an osu podcast so we're spreading the love we're we're True. building trying to build the brand keep building the brand so For it's sure. exciting but so morgan we were actually just talking about um so lexi kilfoyle was our player of the week and we're talking about transfers coming in and making an impact. And so I know Aubin had kind of, we, we were talking about what, what do we want to know? And I think I, we got some questions on Twitter that everybody wants to know what, what's it like to be a transfer. So I and just kind of know- your overall opinion on the transfer portal too, because I know you have a lot to say about that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I have like a love hate relationship with the portal. Like the portal, obviously like was the best decision I ever made personally. Um, I just, I think it's a great thing, but not like now that I work for the NCAA and I get to see like some of those, like behind the scenes comes, I see the dangers of the portal as well. But before we get into what I think about the transfer portal, I think that it was, um, an amazing experience for me. And, you know, I came from, um, a more underdeveloped program. And so when I got into the portal and I wasn't even in there for like three days and coach, she was like the first phone call that I got. And so, and that's pretty rare to like, right. Cause a lot of people get lost in the portal. Yeah. Yeah. And it was it like, it was just a, a crazy experience when I was younger and I was 14 getting recruited. Like I only had one school and that was Kansas. So I picked it and I went there And so then when I got in the portal, it was kind of like the recruiting vibe or like the experience that I wish I had at 14. And so I was a little older, able to make a more sound decision. Um, But I don't know. I I think the portal is great, honestly. Yeah, it's kind of interesting to see like from an actual, like I said, I've been, I spent my whole time at OSU. So all I know is OSU. So to hear a transfer kind of say that they love, hate it, like have that relationship with it. I think it's interesting because I kind of say the same thing because even though I started and ended at OSU, it's no, I mean, we were coined transfer you for a little bit there, you know, we're getting big transfers in. So we're not, we're not scared of the transfer portal. And we've had incredible athletes and more importantly, incredible people like yourself come and impact our program in a positive way. So, and a lot of those like they need out of the situation that they're in. So I see the benefits of the portal and like you don't want to trap people there, but I've also see athletes starting to hop from program to program and not having to commit. And there's, I think that it's kind of losing that. I don't like the word grit and that's not the right word for this, but you know that, Hey, I'm going to stay here and tough it out and figure this out. And it's like, Oh, I'm just going to leave because somebody else will give me what I want. And I think that that's some of the negative impacts that it can start to see, but, but then you have so many positive stories come out too. So it's, it's, it's tough. It's interesting, you know, but I mean, combine that with the NIL right now, it's I was just about like, to add that in there. The wild, wild West. It's crazy. So yeah. like you see, you see these football players leaving because you have this school promising like, Oh, if you sign with us, we'll get you a a new truck and a $50,000 deal. Oh, if you come over here like that. And it's just muddying the water because now, you know, these athletes get that one time transfer deal, like one free ticket to go anywhere you want to go. And it's, it's just interesting to me because before we had the portal, you saw obviously these kids sticking it out for four years through, through, through graduation. And mm-hmm. so like now you see kids hopping from school to school to school in some cases. And so like, it's, it's a very interesting dynamic I'll say about the portal. Yeah, it, it is. And 
I mean, I, I kind of hope that something will kind of, I, I just think that there's got to be middle ground on keeping the benefits and keep and eliminating some of that, that hopping around. It, it's just, it's crazy, especially in okay. the NCAA, like they know that they know what's going on, obviously. Oh, like, yeah. No, they're not dumb. No, they're not dumb. They, they changed it to the free ticket. And I think for the time being, it's going to stay that way according to the conversations that I'm having, but that school to school to school deal when they're going from one school to another school to another school. Like if you're, if you're trying to take advantage of your extra tickets beyond that one free ticket, that's <laughs> when the NCAAs they're coming in and they're starting to say, Hey, hey. hey like slow down a bit. Like, <laughs> you know, we got to get you through. You're racking stuff. your numbers up. Like let's yeah. calm down. <laughs> yep. They're, they're logging their research over there and then they're already starting to make changes about, what the portal regulations are going to look like in the future. Right. Yeah. Well, so you keep talking NCAA and a lot of our listeners probably know a little bit about you, but you know what, and I, I know you, but I want you to kind of speak on the leadership, um, the involvement that you are out that you have outside of the softball field, um, you're incredible. Congrats on out senior, outstanding senior. Like, yes, yay. congrats. Awesome. So I kind of want you to just speak on your experience and the growth you've seen as a person, as a leader. What, what does that look like for you? Well, when I got here, I didn't really, I mean, I knew what I wanted to do. I knew that I wanted to get into intercollegiate athletics and I knew I wanted to be an athletic director, but that's kind of where I wanted to just cap myself. I wanted to limit myself at athletic director. Um, but I also had no idea on how to get there at all. And so, um, stepped on campus even during my official visit and coach G had like these meetings lined up with like Dr. Shrum and, and coach Holder, Chad Weiberg. Like I I was meeting all these people and they were like, Oh, what do you want to do? And I was like, I want to be an athletic director. And they were like, well, these are the steps that you need to take to get there. And so Joanna Harding, my mentor, she was the first person to say, look, there are these extracurriculars. I know you were involved at SAC at your last school, but there's another step above that. There's Big 12 SAC and then there's NCAA SAC. So for the listeners that don't know, SAC is the Student Athlete Advisory Committee. Um, and we're just at the institutional level. So here at OSU, it's basically there's reps from every single team. And we talk about how we want things to change at the campus level. So how we want our student athletes to be more involved here, but then we go up another level and it's across the big 12. So there's representatives from each school and we talk about how we want to move the conference forward and how we want the student athlete experience from the conference aspect to change. But then it goes up a tertiary level um, to the NCAA. And so that's what I do. And I sit on that, um, for the big 12. So there's just one of me. And then there's 31 other D one athletes ranging across all sports, across all 32 division one conferences. And we sit in big rooms or on zoom calls. Um, we sit on zoom once a month and then in-person meetings, like once a quarter, I think, or something like that. But we basically talk about legislation and things that could harm the student athlete experience or elevate the student athlete experience. And, and we provide our perspective and our feedback to decision makers, the ADs and the conference commissioners and the presidents of institutions who all form the board of governors. And we, we tell them what we'd like and what we don't like and how whatever upcoming legislation they're going to propose is going to be harmful or a benefit to student athletes. And it's been life-changing, honestly, because I think being in those rooms with those people have really intensified my feelings for being an athletic director, but also kind of defined that I don't want to just stop there and I want to be a conference commissioner one day. So that's my whole life. That's awesome. 
at the banquet this past year and her, all the seniors give a speech. Um, it's a super cool time to like speak of your experience in your time and no shade Chad, but she's like, I'm not stopping it. I'm not settling for Chad. <laughs> I, I, I did. I said team player, but I was like cracking up. <laughs> and, you know, Chad was probably like, yeah, you go, but Hey, it's women's it's so women's international national. Inter- oh my gosh. <laughs> Whatever that word is international women's day today. Yeah. For people that won't be listening to this till Friday, but we're recording on Wednesday. So I believe you can do it, Miss Morgan. Yeah. Power to Morgan. She's incredibly impressive. And so to kind of like sum up and I mean, she just went into awesome detail. And so not to like take back, but for some of the listeners, I always kind of explained it as student council, but on a way bigger level. So she's our voice. She's, she's a voice for student athletes. Um, like she said, for the Big 12, for, for OSU, for the Big 12, for NCAA, like super, super impressive. Um, and she is an incredible leader on and off the field. So thank you for sharing that. It's very visible to see that, Morgan. I'm, you know, just when I started and I decided I wanted to do this podcast, you know, I was kind of, you know, researching all the player, you know, because I like to know y'all's background. And for me, that's the most fun part is learning you guys' background, where you come from, how you got here. And one thing that stuck out to me when before I reached out to you, you know, I don't know, if a month or two ago, I noticed how many leadership roles that you've taken over. And honestly, that stuck with me more than softball did. And at the end of the day, I mean, that's what you're going to thrive in more as you know, softball is just your outlet. And so to see you use that platform in that role is an amazing thing. And so I know that I personally love that. And as you know, as par- if I'm not a parent, thank goodness. But if I was a parent <laughs> and I had a kid, I would want, you know, I'd want my kids to definitely be looking up to a Morgan win for a softball player and just as a person, because the leadership roles you take on is very important. So hats off to you. And to balance that with playing a D1 sport for a number three team in the country is hard because you're juggling school. You're juggling being in all these. I mean, that says a lot about who you are. So hats off to you, girl. I couldn't imagine what that's like. Um, But I'm going to ask a question just to kind of get off my soapbox real quick. (laughs) Um. But what I so you know I've you've been at Kansas for the past for three years you were at Kansas right, yeah. and you transferred to OSU in 2021. What has been your favorite part about playing for Coach G and just being on this competitive softball team? Either your favorite memory or just all around your favorite thing so far. Tell me what you think. Oh, I don't know if there's like one singular. Thing besides this team. okay like two or three things that's okay, okay. Too. <laughs> um we can okay. expand <laughs> I, I could I could do two or three I for sure like the way that um the relationship that coach G builds with each and every one of us they're all unique and individualized and it just shows that he cares about each and every one of us um and he's been so supportive in my goals off the field and and just wanting to help me get to my next goals. So I just, I'm so grateful for that aspect, but also just this team, like even last year's team, like I have never just loved a collective group of girls like this team. And I know I didn't get to, I mean, I guess I got to choose this family because I was the outsider coming in here. But at when I look at it from this team's perspective this year, I didn't get to choose this one and he did. And so he chose these 14 new girls to come in that match the 14 returners. And it's so weird that we just all blend together. And like, I really have met some of the bestest friends. Like these girls are going to be my wedding. Like that's just my favorite part about it. And like being a part of a team where team bonding and getting to know each other is like the top priority because it's team first has been just wild. Like going to Broken Bow at the beginning of the year or doing the program with girls I didn't know. And then we had to get to know each other fast. Like it's just been insane. Like I came from a team where it was pretty clickish, honestly. And so coming here where everybody just wants to love on each other, that's hands down my favorite part. Like there's 
these memories that I have with Broken Bow or the program or the World Series, like I wouldn't want it with any other girls besides the ones that I've been in. For sure. I love that. That's super, super cool to hear. And before you hopped on, I was kind of talking about how transfers have to come in and and when they come in and they make an impact on our program, I, I was saying that I, I feel like it speaks a lot to who we are, who OSU is as a as a program, our culture, being accepting, coming with our or having our arms open as new people come in. But I also it says a lot about the people that do come in and they come in with open arms and they accept us and they allow themselves to be themselves. And so being there with your first like being there with you in your first year. I don't want to hit on this too long because you're way past this and you're killing it, but you struggled last year and you continued through those struggles to be yourself and to prioritize the relationships that you're building and to lean on us. And so to see you having a great year so far and to hear you talk about how much you're enjoying it more about the relationships that you build, like softball is just in a, like, it's what we do. It's not who we are. It's not the end goal. It's just a fun game. And so to hear you like speak on that, like, it makes me so happy because I'm like, this is why we're here. Like, this is why we're doing what we're doing. And to hear that, you know, the, the team is coming together. And it's, I talked to coach G about this and this is not all about me. I want you to get your, your moment, your time, but I talked to Come coach on, G about Chelsea, this. Chelsea, we get it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, I'm like, I'm like, how do I not be in this day to day? Like how, like, I feel scared to step away from the program that I've been with for five years. And he's like, you're stepping, you're not stepping away. You're stepping into a different role, but it's scary. Like, it's like, I don't know. I don't even know what's going on with you girls. Like it's, it's so weird. And so to hear that, that you guys are meshing so well, it, you see it on the field and you hope that that's what's happening off the field as an alumni, as a fan. But to hear that that is like, that's, uh, it makes me so happy. And so, I don't know. It's just cool to hear. And I'm super proud of you for, you know, keeping your head down, working hard and prioritizing what's really important because softball will come. Like when you prioritize what's important, the rest of it will take care of itself. And that's something that coach G preaches and that our cult, our program has really bought into. Um, and I think that that's why you've seen the success that we've had so quickly, but that kind of leans into all that to say, like, I want to know how you're feeling, um, playing your final season, how this, the season's going really well. So you've kind of mentioned that the team chemistry is there. It's clicking. That's good to hear, but like what, what's next? How are you feeling with the last year of eligibility, wrapping up school, wrapping up this kind of, hit on that and then what's next for Morgan Wynn and Miss Home Run Hitter I might add <laughs> oh, yeah. she's, she's back baby <laughs> I know I I like this year has been interesting to say the least like I we mentioned it earlier not to just drag it on but last year was really hard for me like that transition killed me more than I thought it would. Like I thought it was just going to be like a smooth transition, went from one big 12 school to the next and it just didn't pan out that way. But I spent this whole summer trying to rid myself of the year and rebuild from the bottom up. And coach G and I talked about it. He was like, you know, you have to hit rock bottom to keep, to go, go back up. And so, you know, it sounds, it sounds pretty harsh, but it was true. Like, well, I'm here. No, <laughs> So the summer I had just kept my head down and I worked hard and same thing in the fall. Like even in the fall, I was still going through my struggles. I went through another new swing, another new change. Um, and so I really had to learn how to trust again. Like that was just like the biggest thing. Like I felt like I couldn't trust in anything. I couldn't trust myself. I couldn't trust what anybody was telling me because the year before, like I had like five different people telling me five different things. And so um, I spent this summer really trying to focus on one voice. Um, and that's our hitting coach, Coach Cohen. And I was like, you know what? Like, I have nothing to lose. It's my fifth year. I'm just going to listen to her, listen to whatever she has to say. I'm just going to get back to basics, get back to my roots, my foundation. And um, that's kind of been the name of my game is just been, I have nothing to lose. It's my fifth year. Um I felt like I played on eggshells last year because I felt like I had something to lose. I felt like really I had something to prove 
to the mm-hmm. world. Like yeah. I'm, I'm the, I'm the girl from Kansas. You know, I, I did really well my junior year. And so I felt the pressure to, to perform the same exact way. And so then going into January of this year, um, I was kind of just like, who cares? Like, let's stop controlling what I can't control. You know, I don't write the lineup. So whether I'm in it or not, I'm going to go have fun. It's my fifth year. I love this group of girls. I'm going to freaking Mexico for a season opener. Like, just I so just, jealous. Wish I could have covered that. I, I, or Florida. I, Either one I would have been happy with. Right. Florida too. Like, I just, I really wanted to just focus on soaking in the memories and then capitalizing on the opportunities that I got. And, and I felt like just playing in that mindset has freed me up and like I needed to start playing fearlessly rather than with fear fear of disappointment fear of the expectations fear of pressure whatever the fear was I was playing under last year I just wanted to play fearlessly this year and it's been bittersweet like I just feel like I wish that I got to play with this mindset last year just play free but the fact that I'm here now in my fifth year playing so free like it's great. It's, I don't know. I just Sounds feel like it's on my shoulder. Well, you see that. And like I said, I'm so excited to see, you know, there's a lot of season left, but that means that there's a lot of up, up way to go upwards to go. There's a long way up. Only go up. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I don't know where I'm going with this. Anyways, you have a lot of, you know, time to keep impressing us, keep doing good and keep getting better. And so that's the cool thing to see because you're killing it right now. So I'm excited to watch you the rest of the year. It's like I said, it's really cool to see the improvements that you've had and it's special. It's cool to, you know, you go about it the right way, you do the right things and to see that type of person have success, it's just makes it 10 times better. So girl, you killed it in Florida, by the way. Thank you. <laughs> like, really, like you, you were, yeah, you showed up in Florida. And I think that might have been your best weekend so far. I don't know if you agree or disagree, but defensively, too, like not just on the hitting side. I mean, how many times did you do the splits that weekend? <laughs> oh, I did it like three or four times. <laughs> and then nobody was, saw it. But I was I like, okay, Morgan, the gymnast. <laughs> I did it again in New Mexico and Kylie and I, we always joke. I was like, one thing, girl, I'm going to do the splits for you. We're going to get hey, the I'm out. A, I'm going to hit it for you. <laughs> We're going to get the out no matter what. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Chelsea, is there anything else that you want to add or anything that you want to say, Morgan, before we have to kick you off, unfortunately? Um, no, just I'm really grateful. Oh, no, I do. I, I told Chelsea <laughs> on the phone I was going to tell her my next step. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. What is what is next? I'm excited to hear. Well, you know, on the softball side, I'm not sure. I don't know. We'll have to ask me again in June. But um, I am going to grad school. I did get in. Ah, at OSU? No. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Wait for it. The suspense. <laughs> yes, I did apply to Oklahoma State and I got in, but I also applied to the University of Houston and I got in last week. Um Yay, so yeah. congratulations you and I also got a job offer working in their fundraising department so girl look at yeah, you go yeah, yeah. Time. nice making awesome. moves that is so exciting I mean like I only went to grad school because of COVID and yep I'll own that I would not have gone to grad school but <laughs> having that extra year of eligibility I was like why not and I highly recommend it so you finish out your eligibility you go get your degree your second degree get some experience and you got a lot. We got some things to take care of in Stillwater first and Oklahoma city first before we talk about it. But Hey, Texas just announced a WPF team. That's all I'm saying. I know. I know. You want the smoke. You two could be playing (laughs) each other. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I love it. Who knows? Maybe we'll find each other on the field again. So. Oh, I hope so. I hope so. (laughs) Well, thank you. Thank you so much, Morgan, for coming on and being like Chelsea and answering my DMs. I'm I'm two for two so far, so I'm I'm pretty proud of myself. Keep going. (laughs) So thank you for just trusting the process with us and being on. Um, we'll be out on this. Will be out on Friday, so you definitely need to go back and listen to yourself. 
Okay. <laughs> I, will. I told her I, I never listen to myself. So. <laughs> yeah, Chelsea refuses. I refuse. Honestly, I was like that probably up until we started this podcast. Like, I would not listen to myself. And then my bosses are like, look, girl, like, if you want to improve, you, you got to listen to yourself. And I'm like, okay. uh, yeah, I need to get over it, but I'm just not quite there. I'm not ready to step <laughs> off that cliff yet. I hate the way my voice sounds. So, but yeah, you go listen to it. Morgan, thanks for coming on. It's always a joy to talk to you and I'll see you in Stillwater this weekend. Yes. Oh, will you? You have to come yep. too. Often. <laughs> I, just, so. I didn't catch the invite. No, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> You're always invited. What are you I know. About? I'm going to try and be there on Sunday. <laughs> if, yeah. If I'm not busy, I'm trying. And we're going to try and have a pop-up Morgan with a, with a tent and everything and some merch to try and be at some games, Chelsea and I. So hopefully at some point we'll be doing that too. That's awesome. Let's do it. Call me up. We'll go tailgate before I got to go in and change. <laughs> Shotgun a Red Bull real quick before you get out there. (laughs) All righty. Well, have a good night. We catch you up late enough. Thank you again. It's always a joy, like I said. So good luck this weekend and the rest of the year. And we need that revenge on FSU. So okay, we'll do. I'm expecting at least two, three home runs from you, girl. (laughs) 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 Thanks, guys. Thanks, Morgan. Have a good night. Bye. You too. Okay, we're going to take a quick little break, and when we come back, we're going to talk about the upcoming weekend for the Cowgirls. Got Florida State at home, another weekend in Stillwater. Cowgirls looking to get some revenge this weekend for some payback from last year. Um, But stick with us, and we will be right back. Randy's Pool specializes in quality pool service and custom builds. In addition to designing and building custom, affordable, resort-style family pools, Randy's Pools also offers pool equipment, repair, replacement, and upgrades. Whether you're looking for a new custom swimming pool, a remodel, or simply routine maintenance, Randy's Pools will go above and beyond for you. Call 405-820-0105 or visit randyspools.com for more information. That's 405 405- 820-0105 or randyspools.com. All right. Welcome back, guys. We're going to wrap this up by doing a little preview of the Cowgirls upcoming weekend in Stillwater. Um, see what the girls got cooking. And I'm excited because now I get to pick your brain about a team that you've been up against, Chelsea. And just a few times. Just a few <laughs> times. So it's exciting because this is what I love with our dynamic is getting your kind of your background and your thoughts on teams that you have seen before. Um, So with that being said, the Cowgirls are playing Florida State this weekend. They'll play Friday, Saturday, Sunday in a three-game series against the number six ranked team in the country. Um, Just a little reminder, the Cowgirls did go 0-2 last year against FSU and a Losing one to two in each game, going into extra innings the first game, nine innings. So not easy losses. I, I probably tough if I had to guess Chelsea. Um, but definitely yes, not sir. games that were blowouts, close games. And so I know the Cowgirls this upcoming weekend are sinking some revenge for sure. Yeah, absolutely. But you know, I think that it's important that this early on, we're looking to play really good teams to get better. And so I think that that's why we throw them in our season or yeah, in our schedule, because they're really good team. And, but, you know, I'm sure for the girls, it's interesting because the team is so new. So half of them, if not less are, uh, you know, are, are there from last year. So there's probably a little bit of revenge. I mean, We've had some history with Florida State. So we beat them uh, the first year that we went to the World Series. We got sent to um, we got sent to Florida State for our Super Regionals as the – Oh, like, that the was two team. years ago, right? That's 2019. 2019, oh, so, before so COVID. Okay, so yeah. my sophomore year, yeah. Yeah. We're not supposed to win. Uh, I forget what they were ranked that year, but – I'm pretty sure they were – they were definitely a top five team. I know that for a fact. Yeah, they were they were up there and yeah. We went and we won the first game. 
kind of surprised everybody but ourselves. Lost the second game. Um, and then we won the third game to go to the World Series for the first time in like 10 years. So there is a lot of emotions with Florida State. That was that that year. And then I want to say Good we background. Had them again. So 2020 was COVID. I want to say we saw them again in 21. Um, but I, I'm drawing a blank off the top of my head. But then, yeah, so then last year, 2022, uh, we saw them. We went there for two games and lost, like you said, close games. I'll be honest, I actually didn't play those games. <laughs> oh, really? I did go into run. Um, and, yeah, so I did not – I don't think I got in at bat all weekend, which well, – That's why. That's that's why we lost. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'll, I'll own that one. It was, it was definitely me. I'll wear that. Um, Coach G, yeah, I got to start talking talk about. <laughs> no, um, yeah, I don't think I got in a bat all weekend, but I did go into pinch run, and I will never forget. This was one of the okay sidebar. Um, one of in high school. This is going to be a quick quick tangent. Bear with me. In high school, I would lead off and I'd hit. I'd get on, so I'm on first. Our two hole, she would bunt. I would go first to third. Every single time, every time the coach, the opposing coaches would literally be like, she's going to go to third. And I would she has a pattern. Yeah. You're like, <laughs> well, you guys aren't go. catching on. So and I would be like, I'm still going to go. Oh, it, it, it was it was honestly really funny. So one of the first uh, we were in Tempe, Arizona, opening up my college career. I go into Pinterin. I'm on first base. We laid down a bunt. I try and go first to third. I did not make it to third. I got hosed. <laughs> I don't even remember who we were playing, but at least you'll admit it. The <laughs> I was so out. It was so embarrassing. And the whole trot, we're in the first base dugout, the whole little awkward walk of trot of shame back to the dugout. Coach G's just ripping into me. What are we doing? <laughs> like, this isn't high school. Just just letting me hear it. And I was just this like, is, oh no. <laughs> I'm sure you never did that again. So, yeah, so I, I never did that again until my fifth year. Um, this was what I was going to say. I would I did it, I want to say, like two or three times um, by the end of my fifth year season. So I did it against Texas one time. I did it against Florida State one time. And I might have done it one, one or two other times. But to see the personal growth that I had to be able to know when I can do that and, you know, have confidence that I can do that again was really cool. Like that was a really special thing for me. So I bring all of that up to say I went into pinch run. Um, I think we were down maybe, or we were tied or something. I don't, I honestly, I've said this before. I don't really remember games like that, but I went into run at first. It was intense. It was in the game and we lay down a bunt and I go first to third against Florida state on their home field after not really playing all week weekend and I was safe and I was like lit. Like I'm on my knees, like, ah, like hands behind my my legs. Like, yeah, my energy just coming out. And, um, yeah, right after that, I'm pretty sure they hit like the batter, the next batter up. She, she hit a ground ball to third Anyways, I don't know. Whatever happened. So you're basically saying is that you lied and that you actually do remember more things in games than you say you do. I remember very like, like not very key pieces. Like I remember random little things. Like I think I don't even remember who was up. She hit the ball. I want to say the third. I don't know if she like caught it and tagged me or if they like she didn't pick me off. It was like a weird I was supposed to go home, but I was like, ah, that's not a really good ball. It was like the play that we had. I didn't run it quite right, but it was like a hard one. Anyways, all that. I went first to third and then got tagged out like that afterwards. So <laughs> hey, um, you live in so Florida State last last year for me. But <laughs> yeah, so we're hoping for a better outcome this year at home. Um, but yeah, so it'll be fun. It's a top a top 10 team matchup. I mean, number three versus number six. We got home field advantage. Could this possibly year. be a team that they could see in the World Series as well. Easily, 
easily. I mean, it, it's going to be a postseason team for, for sure. So it's going to be a really exciting, a very exciting weekend. If you're in Stillwater, come on out. They're putting Cowgirl Grove back. So they'll have the big screen out on the field. I mean, the so if energy- you can't get in, you can still be around the atmosphere yep. and watch the game right there. Yep, absolutely. And yeah, it's going to be a great time. Come say hi. If you see me out there, I will be out there, not Friday night, probably. Um, but I'll be out there Saturday and Sunday. So come say hi. We're I'm pumped. I'm really excited to see this team with the way they've been playing match up against Florida State because I have a lot of respect for Florida State. I mean, they play they're gritty. They play quick. They play fearless like they're a tough team. So it'll be a they, really they have the history. Up. I mean, in 2018, they were natty champs. So it's not like this is just some team that they're playing just another team on the schedule for the weekend. No, they are. They've always been a top competitor in softball, and we've seen that time and time. So yep. this is definitely a weekend to come out if you're going to come to a series. This in Bedlam, like this is probably a top three weekend in Stillwater for the Cowgirls. Yeah, probably so. I mean, every home weekend is a really fun weekend, but this is probably, I mean, this is without a doubt, you're going to see some good softball. So it'll be a great weekend. I haven't looked at the weather. Hopefully we have some good weather because um, I'm not trying to freeze out I there. I hope so and- too, because I'll be in a wedding. So I really would appreciate <laughs> all the good weather. I'm yeah, actually looking right so- now. Um, yeah, pull it up. Let me, let me know. Cause I'm not trying to freeze and I know there's a that- high. Yeah. Friday could be a little chilly. High 63, low 37. That's Oklahoma for you. And then Saturday, a high of 82. Oh, let's go. Yes. Ah, I'm so excited now. I mean, I was excited already, but now I'm really excited. Get some sun on my shoulders. It's so much. The worst thing ever is to play softball in the cold. So I know the girls are excited about some 80 degree weather get feeling good tell them Aubin, you got the times pulled up um um i do not let me i can pull it up really fast before we wrap this up let's see here osu softball schedule i know it's friday here we go so friday at 6 p.m saturday at 2 p.m and sunday at 2 p.m Okay, that's what – not to put you on the spot. Good job. You got no, that quick. No, I got it. Yes. Thank, thank, Five, God, thank goodness two. Google is, you know, great, my best friend. Great game times, heat of the day. It'll be a great weekend. Like I said, if you see me out there, come say hi. I'm excited to to see the team play and be out on the left field decks. So, on For the sure. other side of this. For sure. Okay. Well, we appreciate you guys tuning in for our third episode. I mean, all around, you know, having Morgan on was great. So I really hope that y'all enjoyed. Please tweet at us, email us, text us. Slide in those DMs. Yeah, send a letter. All the things. Send a telegram. Tell us how, what you would like to hear each week or some people that you might like to hear on the podcast. Um, Hopefully we can get some more alumni in here and possibly Coach G. But with that being said, we appreciate you guys tuning in. Thank you, Chelsea, for another great week. Yep, absolutely. We love our our Cowgirl Corner listeners. So you guys have a good rest of your weekend. And go Pokes. Go Pokes.